Welcome back to Afternoons. It is five minutes past two o'clock. Thank you for all your calls coming through in regards to the ambulance crisis. We'll continue to take them throughout the show. And if you'd like to have your say, please do call in 8223 0000. We did reach out to Health and Wellbeing Minister Chris Picton. He was unavailable to make comment. They did send through a statement, uh, but... Uh, didn't have time to pop on and have a quick chat with us. Now, uh, is there a sports-loving person in your family that dreams of representing Australia perhaps at the Brisbane 2032 Olympics and Paralympic Games? Well, you might want to listen up because the South Australian Sports Institute is looking out for our state's next big thing. Joining us is Simon Kane, who is SASE Manager, Sports Program, and also Sarah Daly, who is the SASE Cycling athlete programs there guys welcome to the show thanks for having us on jade great to have you so uh, this is good news you're on the lookout for some top talent what does that actually mean yeah we're just trying to provide uh, opportunities for predominantly high school students to uh, be a part of a, a testing process that we run each year um, to see if they're suited for a, a number of olympic sports that uh, we we run at the south australian sports institute and what are those programs that you run? There's a whole heap, isn't there? Yeah, we have a number of, of sport programs out there. I guess the ones uh, specifically related to talent search are uh, the sports of cycling, rowing, canoe sprint or, or kayaking, and also beach volleyball. So um, we found that they're the sports that we can test students at a young age, and we've got enough historical benchmark data there to uh, to match them up with those sports and, and uh, get them on the path to becoming an Olympian. So how do you find them? Well, in, in the previous years, we've offered opportunities for the schools to, or for us to go out to the schools and run some tests out there, both the generic testing or sports-specific testing. But we're doing things a little bit differently in, in 2022. We're going to open up more opportunities for, for um, students all around metropolitan regional South Australia to come to a, a, a combine, if you like, mm-hmm. um, different locations around the metro area. And we'll, we'll get out to regional areas later this year. So... Students can register themselves and, and come along and be tested and they can either do the generic testing or, or sports-specific testing. And do they have to meet a certain criteria? Do they have to be, you know, the, the best in their in their school or, or can anyone rock up? No, anyone can rock up. I guess that's the, that's the thing we're looking for. It's we're trying to unearth those diamonds, you know, those, those students who might be playing other sports who might actually be really suited to an Olympic sport of a number of the sports that I've mentioned before. So mm-hmm. no, no experience necessary. Um, in fact, if you've played other sports, it, it's that, uh, that those skills are transferable over to the, the sports that we're looking at for talent search. I remember when the program came to my school and crazily afterwards they said, oh, you'd be a good rower. So I took up rowing for a little while. I wasn't very good at it, but I, th- I think if I trained and put my mind to it, who knows? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we've got a lot of sports scientists at, uh, at SASE, as you know, so there's a lot of historical data there and we can, you know, go through some basic testing there and then match it up with the historical data that we've had and, we, and it's it's pretty much on the money, so... Uh, it, it can be a really exciting time for for young athletes who are who are looking to, you know, achieve something in their sporting field. And you know, with the home Olympics on the horizon, there's never been a better chance, I guess, for a young person to get involved. So exciting! And Sarah, I'd love to hear about your experience with the Sassy Talent Search. What was your involvement? Yeah, of course. 
Um, so I'm based down in Mount Gambier, so I'm a regional athlete. And in 2019, when I was in year 10, um, Sassy travelled down to Mount Gambier High School to coordinate some regional testing. Um, I was doing the athletic program um, as a subject at the time, and it just so happened to be um, in the lesson that they were um, doing this testing. I wasn't supposed to be actually doing the testing. They'd already chosen a group of kids, but my teacher, um, Mr. Wingard, said to me, do you want to jump on the bike? There's a spare bike free. So I got my mum to come bring me um, a change of clothes, and I jumped on a bike and tested really well. And, yeah, it went from there. So what went from there? What have you been doing? Yeah, so um, from there, I was invited to start training. Um, we're lucky enough to have an outdoor velodrome in Mount Gambier. Um, so the Limestone Coast Regional Sporting Academy had some coaches and they invited us out to um, have a go on the track. thought it was pretty cool. Um, I was more just excited that I'd been chosen for something um, like this. I always um, played a whole heap of sports as a kid and I was good at everything, but I wasn't um, amazing at one sport. I had quite a few friends who'd gone on to be state representatives, but I wasn't lucky enough to do that yet. Um, and I remember uh, when mum got the call to say that I'd been invited to this program, I just remember jumping up and down and screaming that I'm going to go to the Olympics one day. <laughs> um, but obviously, yeah, it's a long process um, to get to that, that point. But yeah, I just started training um, down here and then COVID um, unfortunately sort of stopped us in our tracks for a little while. So we didn't get to um, do much training or do any races, but I kept working um, as hard as I could with my coaches down here. And then um, last year when I was in year 12, I kept training a little bit more and we were lucky enough to have the Australian um, team pursuit coach, Tim Decker, come down and run a little coaching workshop with all of the talent ID athletes. Um, And he saw me and thought that I should come and um, be retested again just to see how I had um, improved. And from there, I was invited to start training with the other Sassy athletes in Adelaide. So I was traveling a little bit back and forth. Um, and then I competed in the state championships and was fortunate to make the state team. Um, and I traveled to Brisbane in April for the nationals and Oceania championships and got a pretty good time in my individual pursuit. And from there, I was um, yeah, offered a Sassy scholarship. Wow, that is so cool, Sarah. And how old are you now? I'm 18 now. So doing year 12 or you've finished? Yeah, I've finished now. So I'm currently having um, a gap year uh, working at Mount Gambier High School, so the school that I went to. Mm-hmm. That's great. So when yeah. you were identified... Were you, when you jumped on the, on the bike, were you naturally gifted at it or did you have a bit of work to do but they had identified it and knew that the talent was there? It just was a matter of doing the training, doing the program and, and it's slowly coming out over time. Yeah, definitely. It takes, um, especially with cycling, you can't expect to be amazing straight away. It takes quite a long time to build up um, the endurance to really start seeing some results and even now, you know, I still have a long way to go um, to really get some base case in my legs and, you know, really start learning the race craft and those sorts of things. But, you know, everyone kept reminding me that I was chosen for this program for a reason. I did have, um, you know, the right power. Uh, cycling is a very power-based sport. 
Um, so I kept training and slowly um, you see results over time. So going back, let's say, five years ago when you said, oh, I you know, I gave a bit of everything a go, if someone said to you, you're going to the Olympics or the Commonwealth Games, what would you have said that, that this sport will be mine? Oh, I, yeah. I hadn't even considered cycling um, <laughs> before this. And I guess because it's not, um, I am a regional athlete and we, like, I didn't even know that we had a velodrome. It sort of fits in behind um, the football oval out at South Gambia. Yep. Um, but I was always someone who just wanted to give anything and everything a go. And the last time that I was actually on a bike before I did the testing was when I was like, riding up, um, up hills back to my house and I was going so slow that I fell off. So you never, you never know what might happen um, in the future. Simon, you must hear stories like this all the time from people that, you know, you've identified along the way. Yeah, look, it's, it's a really rewarding part of our, our job at Sassy. I, I do remember the time that our coach, um, Brett Aitken, who did the initial test with Sarah, came, he came running in my office on a Monday morning after being down in Mount Gambier and just was so excited, he, you know, he said, I, I've found a good one here, she's, you know, and outlined all of the uh, the testing results that she'd had, uh, that Sarah had performed. So, look, it's really exciting. Um, we're really lucky to have uh, some really skilled people, skilled coaches in their sports who not only can coach talent, but also can identify talent. So, um, it, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time. Have you ever unearthed a, a little nugget there that may not have really loved sport, but, you know, one of those people that they step out onto a field or a court and just can, just can do things? And then you've, you've done the testing through school or, or whatever program. You've gone, wow, this person's actually got something here. Yeah, to be fair, that's, that probably explains the majority of those, those athletes who've gone on to the Olympics via talent search. So, you know, talking to the, yeah, talking to the caliber of, you know, of a Rowan Dennis or a, a Nettie Edmondson and Alex Porter, Olympia Aldersey. I mean, they're all, they've all trodden the same path. They've, they've, um, done a test as part of a, either a school visit or a community visit and, and just presented some, some pretty outstanding results and then gone on from there. So, yeah, you hear all the background stories, you know, even before my time at Sassy on how, different people have been identified and it's it's all very similar you know have done other sports you know uh, talented in in other sports and things but have been really suited to a sport so that i guess that's the that's the exciting thing about talent search we can help um, young people realize their dreams to become an olympian well let's take a short break and then afterwards we'll find out what's actually involved in the talent search testing session have you got what it takes At Connect Hearing, we listen and you do the talking. In fact, 98% of clients surveyed agreed that Connect Hearing really listened and tailored products and services to their personal needs. That's why Connect Hearing is the largest Australian provider of Lyric, the completely invisible fit-and-forget hearing solution that stays in your ear 24-7. That's gold. To see if Lyric is right for you, book a free 30-day trial at connecthearing.com.au. T's and C's apply. At The Advertiser, we're for giving you great value. Get digital access to our news, including sports and entertainment, for just $3.50 a week for the first 12 weeks. Min costs $14. Conditions apply. Search The Advertiser offer today. Hi, I'm Peter Berkowitz from Berkowitz Furniture. Our winter stock tax sale is on now, and you'll save up to 40%. 
Save on our comfortable leather and fabric sofas, sofa beds, recliners, dining tables, dining chairs, including our Australian-made collection. And you can customise to your heart's content. Be part of our massive winter stock tax sale and save up to 40%. At Berkowitz, we're not just a furniture store, we're an Aussie furniture family. In-store at Myland Homemaker Centre and online. Shane Lynch was just 13 when his parents found dirty magazines under his bed. I mean, they were filthy, covered in concrete, dust and muck. Copies of Dreamy Driveways and Concrete Connoisseur. This fetish later gave birth to Adelaide Exposed Concrete, highly skilled professionals dedicated to pouring perfect concrete paths, sheds and exposed aggregate driveways. AdelaideExposedConcrete.com.au Best on ground all year round. How do you know if the milk you're buying is local? Easy. Just look for three words. Flurio Milk Company. If the bottle you pick up has those three words on it, Flurio Milk Company, it's guaranteed to be local. It's guaranteed to be fresh too. And the big plus, you're supporting SA Dairy Farmers. And for that, we're forever grateful. Three words. Flurio Milk Company, South Australian and proud of it. Once a year, there's a word you can read but can't quite pronounce. Efi? E-offi? E-fi? It's E-ofi. And this end of financial year, it's easier to just say eBay eBay is bringing excitement to your EOFI with all the best deals in one place. There's millions of items on sale and eBay Plus members save even more. Visit ebay.com.au to shop eBay's end of financial year sale today. T's and C's apply. Finance your new Navara with Nissan Future Value. Low monthly repayments available and a guaranteed future value so you can upgrade more often. Visit your Nissan dealer today. Approved private Nabian applicants only. T's and C's apply. 1395 Adelaide's 5AA. This is Jade Robran. Welcome back to Afternoons. It is 20 minutes past 2 o'clock and I'm joined by Simon Kane, who is SASE manager of their sports programs and also Sarah Daly, SASE cycling athlete who was picked up in their talent identification program. And Simon, I'd like to ask you, you know, come the day you rock up, what's actually involved in a, in a talent search testing session? Yeah, so there's two different types of testing we're, we're offering for students this year. There's the, the generic testing, which is a series of basic fitness tests, you know, a, a beep test, a vertical jump, a sprint test, some basic strength tests um, that the students will go through and, uh, and and perform those. Or they can elect to be part of a, a sport-specific uh, testing opportunity for those sports of uh, cycling, rowing, canoe, sprint or beach volleyball. Um, so in, in terms of the cycling test, we use a stationary bike where we see how much power or how many watts um, the students can put out in a short space of time. Mm-hmm. And then another test to complement that one to see you know, how, how uh, long they can maintain putting out that power for to tell us whether they're a, a sprint athlete or an endurance athlete. Um, for the sports of rowing and canoe sprint, we, we get them on a, on a rowing or a canoe ergometer and they'll do a, you know, a short effort as well to see again how much power they can put out and then how long they can sustain that for. And beach volleyball, I guess, being a more skill-based sport, we do a, a series of small skill tests um, where we, we see how, much, how agile they can be on the sand and how well they can track the ball and those sort of things there. So very different for the, the sport-specific testing, but the generic testing 
um, yeah, just a series of, of basic fitness tests. And I, I guess the the advantage of doing the the generic testing is uh, anyone who comes out in the in the school holidays coming up will receive their own sports match report, whereby they'll be uh, they'll be identified for five or their top five sports, and they'll receive their own personal report to take away. Does the beep test still exist? Yes, it does. Oh. Yeah, yes, uh, I know it's uh, one of those tests that um, I guess you know, having gone through high school, we've all done the beep test. But um, we still find it's a it's a really good test to to test that uh, endurance um, aspect of of students as well. So um, yeah, it's uh, we're still using the beep test. And so, when you've got someone on a cycle or you know a bike or rowing machine, is it interactive? Do you feel like you're actually you know? Doing the Tour de France or, or you're on a, a big lake somewhere around the world. Do, do you, do you make the athlete feel like they're, they're a part of, you know, the real deal? Yeah. So when they're doing the tests on the, on the bike or the ergo, our coaches are around the place and, and then they're urging them on and, you know, they'll give them that immediate feedback as well as right. to, you know, how their results compare with those who've gone before them. Um, we're looking into some, into some uh, virtual racing type opportunities with the cycling testing. Mm-hmm. Um, with COVID, there's been a lot of that going on where people have done the stationary bikes in front of their TV screen. So that's, that's the something that's on the horizon for us whereby they can compete with others who are doing the tests at the same time and, and get that feedback, get that feedback. And so Simon, how do students progress from being discovered? Just say you get the tap on the shoulder and, hey, we actually like you. You're our next Sarah Daly, uh, you know, to then becoming a, a sassy athlete. Yeah, so once we've, you know, we've completed the testing, our, our coaches will look at the results and they'll select, uh, you know, some students to be part of a, and we, it's a softly, soft touch at the start where it's a, it's more of a come and try, come and try, you know, being on the, on the superdrome out at, out at Jeps Cross there or, or come and do some stuff on the water with rowing and canoeing. Um, so there's, there's a sort of a two or three week, um, opportunity there for those identified students to see if they like the sport and, and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they'll be selected into a, a talent identification program in that particular sport. And that can go anywhere from sort of six months to 12 months. And that gets them on the pathway, on the, on the high performance pathway, uh, where they can, you know, hopefully go and represent their state. Uh, in that period of time, put up a performance at national level, become a nationally categorised athlete like Sarah is, and then ultimately onto a SASI scholarship. And Sarah, I'd like to ask you now that you're a, a SASI athlete, what are what are the, some of the next milestones you're looking at? Are you eyeing off the, the Brisbane Olympics? Uh, yeah, Bris- definitely. Yeah? Um, obviously still a lot of work to do. I've still got lots to learn. Um, but I'm really hoping to move into the Podium Potential Academy in Oz Cycling and then eventually into the Australian, Australian team to represent Australia. Um, and I would love to hopefully be ready by the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles and then, of course, Brisbane. Who are your role models? Oh, I have lots. Um, Ash Enkundinoff, who is um, actually my coach at the moment, she recently... Um, retired from cycling and was a previous world champion in the individual pursuit, which is the event that I'm focused on. Mm. Um, I definitely look up to her. And then, um, of course, um, Maeve Kluth, who I believe also came through um, a similar journey to me and Annette Edmondson as well. We're very lucky, aren't we, here in South Australia in that, you know, through the SASE program, so many that have finished their careers want to come back and help the next generation. They're very generous with their time. Yeah, definitely. And I've been so fortunate um, in the people that I've had mentor me over the past few years, both in Mount Gambier 
Um, and in Adelaide, it obviously is quite an adjustment having to um, pick up a new sport and travel away um, quite a lot for training and things like that. But, you know, you're never alone. The support that you get from coaches, um, from other athletes, you know, the SAS environment is just incredible. Simon, it doesn't all happen overnight, but typically how long does it take to, you know, to be in the system before you're, you know, considered to be a, an elite athlete? Yeah, look, it can take anywhere for between, you know, seven to ten years. That's what we find. So wow. th- I guess, yeah, I guess it's, you know, with the, the 2032 Olympics uh, all coming up in, in ten years time, it's, it's the work that we do now, which we find is going to be so important to set us up to have lots of South Australians, you know, representing Australia at a home Olympics, which is a really unique opportunity. So it's, it's front and centre for us at the moment in, in doing a lot of work with our state sporting organisation partners as well um, to help them identify talent for their sports. But, yeah, it's it's seven to ten years. And as Sarah touched on, we want to have a really good Los Angeles 2028 because that will ultimately set us up for a really good uh, Brisbane 2032 Olympics. What are the rules regarding a host city? Do they get a, a you know more of a look in with their athletes' representation? Yeah, I think as part of being a host city, you automatically get um, to have representatives in each of the sports. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a little uh, bit easier, if you like, but um, with with the Home Olympics comes, I guess, the increased pressure of, you know, increased representation. So we want to make sure that we've got lots of South Australians um, representing Australia at those Olympics. I love it. A bit easier to make the Olympics, to be the best of the best in the whole country. Yikes, it's it's a hard road, isn't it? And it takes a lot of dedication, as well as the physical side of training. I guess, you know, all this talk of mental health and and feeding your your well-being. Uh, Talk to me about the program away from the physical side of things. Has that really had to expand? Yeah, look, it's a really important focus for us in all of our sport programs. We have a dedicated athlete careers and wellbeing advisor as well as a, as a psychologist and wellbeing person at SASE and they're available to our athletes all the time. But, you know, it's the, the metrics that we gather on a daily basis from our athletes to track, you know, not only their physical effort but also their mental wellbeing and those sort of things. It's just as important as the physical work they do, you know, either on the track or on the water. So, it's front of mind. We want all our athletes to have a, a balance in their life as well to, you know, not only be great athletes, but be great people. And we, um, we want to put the resources around to give us every chance of doing that. Sarah, if there's one or two people out there listening that think, Oh, you know what? I know somebody or it could be me that could be the next person standing on a podium. What's your advice to them? Yeah, I would definitely say to them to challenge yourself, put yourself out of your comfort zone and just go give it a go. Give 110% because you never know where it might lead you. And if you are fortunate enough to be chosen to come and have a go on the track, just make sure you um, take every opportunity that's given to you um, because you're very fortunate to be put in that position and just make the most of it. Well said. And Simon, if people want to get involved and come and try out, where do they go? Yeah, look, you can go to the, the SASE website, uh, sassy.gov.au and just and link your way through to the talent search page. And the other way of doing it is to just follow SASE on the social media channels on your Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're constantly updating information on there and, it, and it's really simple to register and, and select and put multiple sessions happening during the July school holidays. So pick the one that suits you, that's closest to you and uh, we'd love to see as many young South Australians out there on their path to becoming the next Olympians from this state. Good luck, guys. Simon, Sarah, fabulous to talk to you. Thank you very much for your time today.
Thanks, Joe. Thank you so much. And the locations are around Kidman Park, the Adelaide Superdrome, Uni SA in the city and at Sacred Heart College there in Brighton. So you can jump on the website. As Simon just said, there are a lot of, a lot of uh, training identification programs taking place in both metro and regional areas these July school holidays. So just jump on the SASE website and check it all out. Coming up after the break, we're going to touch base with KG. He is not happy again. Poor thing. It's like a roller coaster being a crow supporter at the moment, isn't it? But he-